This is OBS Radio, a service of OBS International, a division of Greater Works Business Services. I'm RJ Lozada, and this is Making Contact. I've been feeling it. It's been a rough couple of weeks for the world. So I'd like to start the show with a salvo. Wait, no. I mean salve. A kind of invocation. These are songs. Written for black children to sing elegies to a forgotten past. These These are are poems. poems. Written in honor of those warriors, freedom fighters, artists, ancestors determined to put in the minds and mouths and hearts and souls of our people. These These words are mantras. The late night meditation meant to be dreamed, memorized, recited, and performed. These These are are lessons. Meant to be taught in real time. The making of heroes requires repetition. The making of sheroes requires consistency, requires reciprocity. Culture. To save ourselves, we must save them. You must save us, and we must save you. Requires awareness. Acceptance. Actual application of what we know is right. Out of the mouths of babies. You gotta do better. We must expect better for you. For ourselves, we not become the wretched of the earth, the forgotten victims of our own uneducation. Willing slaves, Venus is a bit of annihilation. These songs are written for us. So we survive another generation. We cannot afford to not know the words. Okay, I gotta repeat that. These words from the last few lines out of the young, gifted, and black piece. These songs are written for us. So we survive another generation. We cannot afford to not know the words. On today's Making Contact, we're broadcasting poetry from the 2017 Poetic Address to the Nation, a lucid, bright, fiery response to our current president. The event was produced by the Yerba Buena Center for the Arts in partnership with the U.S. Department of Arts and Culture, which is not an official government agency, but rather a grassroots action network. Both organizations uplift creativity and encourage social imagination. The poetic address to the nation was the culmination of their mutual efforts to shape a culture of empathy, equity, and belonging. A clear reminder that cultural production is an incredibly viable site for agitation, for activation, and sustainable resistance. I'm your host, RJ Lozada. Please stay tuned. Up first is poet Hadil Ramadan. One. I am sitting on my red couch, imagining it blood, eyes shot, I have never felt this tired before. Two, the state of Israel is George Zimmerman crying over a knot on his head with a nine millimeter in his hand and a bloody black boy at his feet. Three, I wonder how gasoline feels inside of the body, how quickly a cleansing can turn to a burning, rip us from our space in this earth, but these roots are so bothersome, so thick and maddening. How do they keep growing back these weeds? Four, there is a scarecrow bleeding four miles outside of Damascus. Hay sprouts from his neck like needles blooming. The crows have become weary, have begun to notice the consistency of what they peck once dry and lifeless, now doughy and pulsing, what was once damned is now leaking. The monsters of clay are rising to human again and back, rock bottom, knows us well, loves us unconditionally. Who do I become? 
When I laugh at the blood coating my children, who are we when we dance as they drop bombs on our heads? You have known humans like us, cursed to lean on a rotten pine slab of wood. You forgot that we are sentient. You fail to remember what gasoline does once inside of the body, something like crack cocaine or white phosphorus. It clears life so that death may join us for tea and how unlucky you are that he's on our side now, five. When I am happy, I am only allowed a moment before the guilt begins to settle, six. I am so comfortable on this couch of blood and whispers of the dead sing to me from the other dimension or room. I have always been waiting for the door to slam shut on its own. There is something warm in knowing I have an entire village waiting for me on the other side. Something like Southside Palestine, my homes are leaking. 82 people were shot in Chicago in two days. Children are missing pieces of their skull. There is a gaping hole in the face of that young boy, but I am on this couch and I may as well be floating backstroke in the blood. Seven. I am learning to welcome destruction. I think it's a significant part of faith. Believing that from nothing eternity sprouts, that to begin again is God in action, and I'd rather be the underdog than the supervillain. Maybe I'm just optimistic. But Harriet Tubman was a narcoleptic, meaning that during her trek through swamp and strange forest, at any moment, she could have fell asleep and collapsed where she stood, how close to God she must have been to lay lifeless on eerie ground, but to have never been captured. Harriet Tubman used to speak to God, and she encouraged her to escape. She didn't want to leave her family, but she knew in order to free them, she had to free herself first. Thank you. Up next is Michelle Mush Lee. A poetic address to this country's founding fathers. Uh, dear founding fathers, um, a South African writer Anchi Kroger described meeting a nomadic desert poet in Senegal. <clears throat> he shared with her the role of the poet in his culture and the job, he said, is to remember where the water holes are because the survival of an entire group depends on a few water holes scattered across the land, yeah? And when the people forget, it's the poet's job to remind them, yes? Okay, cool. In my life, I've used poetry to preserve the water of my story in this American desert. My grandmother, anybody here from the TL? Okay, shout out to the TL. My grandmother didn't buy Tums and Alka-Seltzer when I had a stomach ache. My harmony gave me acupuncture with a sewing needle in the living room of her tenderloin apartment. We didn't buy hamburgers or french fries. We ate lotus root and rice. Let me be clear of the privilege that I stand in. I am a child of voluntary immigrants, yes? Born inside cold waters of Korean War, pinned to the undertow of my grandmother's generation's version of hashtag no Muslim ban. Like the students I've served, I too know what it feels like to be stuck between the hyphen that says culturally we are here and not. Your America was built of empires of imagination. It starts in 1492 and calls itself the beginning. 
History textbooks have been fashioned by alternative facts. The young people of this country are taught to revere the number 13 and know verbatim the proclamation of 1762. Your brethren have preserved a financial system that you architected, but are blinded to the spiritual debt accrued from their culture of conquest. All the gods in your prophet story are named George. George. There's no mention of mothers or rivers of milk. No truth about Pope Alexander's doctrine of discovery or Edward's city on the hill. No critique of settlement colonialism, just a lot of white mythology. Yes, you wrote your off on the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I'll give you that because I read it last week. I was like, I at least better know my stuff if I'm gonna go and talk about it. So I read it and it's good, it's all right. <laughs> but what about those letters that your wife burned that would have exposed the white bone of adultery? Someday, a girl named Lucille, a descendant of African slaves born inside one of the original 13 colonies will pen a five-line story that will change the course of my life. She'll say, they asked me to remember, but they want me to remember their memories, and all the while I keep on remembering mine. And then, a descendant of indigenous Aztecs will speak into life the strength of curanderismo and her ancestors' oral tradition. She'll tell herself, divided country girl, it is okay to not know the specifics of your ancestors. The Western world would have us believe that only what is written is true. But we never really lose our ancestors. Do you feel them in the room with you now? Heavy is the hyphen that bridges all that is human and heaven, self and other. Heavy is the hyphen that bridges all that is heaven and human, self and other. I'm a poet, and it's my duty to remember, yes? So check it. My America is a brick that dreams of becoming a waterfall. My America is a handwritten letter ascended out of the dead letter room on the third day to tell you that grief is love souvenir. My America is difficult on the tongue, is Atslan is Denizen Kane's tree city, and any day now you're gonna find him on the corner of typical cats and I was born with two tongues. My America is long-term, full paid, paid leave for every parent. My America is mental health centers with lightly scented candles and warm hot chocolate and soft recliners because I've been there. <laughs> Some of those places are not nice. My America is an all expenses annual paid vacation for all blended families, because Lord knows it's tough for some of us. My America is a grand story of lovers, and if this is so, let my America be the arms of my love, and us learning what it takes to stay long after the rice hits the carpet, yes? Y'all get that? I'm gonna say it again. Anybody here married? Like, more than 10 years married? All right, cool. My America is a grand story of lovers, so if this is so, then let my America be the arms of my love and us learning what it takes to stay after the rice hits the carpet. When we add ourselves to the thread of the collected, baby, we are forever connected, is what he said to me. When our son is older, I will hold up his face to this beat-up place and tell him about survival. I'll tell honey... Yes, baby. Our people have been made ghosts before our time, but we still sing and declaim and have a happiness particular to all that is our own. When he wonders, oh, ma, why are the men in blue so mean? 
Why are they so slow to show but so fast to pull when we need them most? I'm going to tell him love. Seeds don't always choose their home. They are sown. And the loveliest thing I've ever seen was your father pruning a persimmon tree. He turned around and looked at me and said, we've got to teach it to grow. Thank you. You're listening to Making Contact, and today we're playing a fraction of the poems presented at the Poetic Address to the Nation, an event produced by the Yerba Buenta Center for the Arts and the U.S. Department of Arts and Culture. Note, the USDAC is not a government agency. It's a people-powered department, a grassroots action network inciting creativity and social imagination to shape a culture of empathy, equity, and belonging. You can find the complete recording of the event and more information about both organizations on our website, radioproject.org. And now, Guillermo Gomez Peña. Señor Donaldo Trump, when you talk about the people, the true Americans, we wonder, who are you referring to? And therefore, who are you excluding? To the masterminds of paranoid nationalism, I say, we say, we, the other people, we, the migrants, exiles, nomads, and wetbacks in permanent process of voluntary deportation, we, the transient orphans of dying nation states, la otra America, la otra Europa, we, citizens of the outer limits and crevices of Western civilization, we, who have no government, no flag or national anthem, we, the new barbarians, in constant flux, from Patagonia to Alaska, from Juarez to Ramallah, we, the seventh generation, the fourth world, the third country, we, millions abound, defying your fraudulent polls and statistics, we continue to talk back and make art. To those up there who make dangerous decisions for mankind, I say, we say, we, the homeless, faceless vatos aquellos in the great American metropolis, little Mexico, little Cambodia, little purgatory, we, the West Bank and Gaza Strip of Gringolandia, we, the unemployed and subemployed who work so hard so you don't have to work that much. We, whose taxes send your CEOs and armies on vacation to the South. We, fingerprinted, imprisoned, under surveillance. We, within your system, without your mercy. We, without health or car insurance, without bank accounts or credit cards. We, scared at ground level, but only at ground level, like a pack of hungry wolves exploring the ruins of an empty mall, we continue to be together. To the shareholders of monoculture, I say, we say, 
we Americans with foreign accents and purple tongues. We bilingual, polylingual, conilingual. We lost and found in the translation. We interracial lovers, children of interracial lovers ad infinitum. We Americans in the largest sense of the term, in cahoots with the original Americans who speak hundreds of beautiful languages incomprehensible to you. We, in cahoots with millions of displaced Latinos, Arabs, Blacks, and Asians who live so far away from their land, we trapped, trapped between ice and organized crime. Magister Dixit, the people you call illegal aliens are the original inhabitants of this continent. To the masters and apologists of war, I say, we say, we matriots, not patriots. We rebels, not mercenaries like you. We labeled extremists for merely disagreeing with you. We caught in the crossfire between Christian fear and Muslim rage. We reject your arms sales and oil deals. We distrust your orange alert and your white privilege. We oppose the Patriot Act patrioticamente hablando, the largest surveillance system ever, the biggest prison complex to date. We did not vote for you. Do not support your wars. Do not believe in your violent gods. Do not respect your immigration laws. Standing scared but firm, we demand your total, total withdrawal from our minds and bodies, ipso facto. After a long dream, after a long, long dream called Western democracy, we, all of us, across borders, meridians, and continents, are finally awake and hitting the streets as we speak. Me akomoyo no hokei namaha, mi mohoi neheke yama, e mehe niomohoko ya. Thank you. Up next, Cam Awkward. When I think of the State of the Union, I have a hard time being anything but just a huge downer. So in that spirit, uh, this is a poem written on Transgender Day of Remembrance 2016. Anti-Elegy. She was 33 bullet, 35 bullet, 20 bullet, 
25 stabbed to death and run over by a car, 66 blade, 22 bullet, 17 fist, 36 blade, 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 bullet, 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 stone, found dead in a field, overdose, bullet, unknown, rope, stone, stone, bullet, oncoming traffic, her own good hands. And it becomes a kind of music, doesn't it? Senseless litany, field of roses, blood red upturned skirts. I open my mouth and hear the pith of me, hear a flock of names, a girl spilling out onto the street. The problem with elegy is that it asks the dead to live. It calls them back. And who am I to say, rise, walk again among those who could not bear the sight of you, your body, your one good dress. Today, someone will walk into the night and then become it. Someone's heart will crowd with beloved ghosts, and who am I to say dance with me here a little longer? Never mind the bloodshed, darling. Never mind. Never mind. Once, a man said mine, and a woman became an empty room. Once, a man said mine, and the ocean split, and the middle passage. Once, a man said mine, and there's a genocide. America, how strange to make the world with language to wield desire as a weapon and watch the nation burn, then rise up at your feet. Once a girl looked in the mirror and called herself, said, my name is, said, I am, I am. And a man said, mine, mine, mine. I have so many questions. Who are, what does, why, how does it feel to, I'm sorry, I just think I, and define, I'm sorry, your anger, you're afraid of, can fear be, define knife, define fear is, please forgive me, me. And to close out this episode of Making Contact, Chinaka Hodge and Tassiana Willis. My country, tears of thee, bitter land of white supremacy, oh, of thee I sing. My country is a song about itself, stuck in off-key, lodged without lyric on the tip of its tongue. My country is a promise trying to choke up a throat to be sung alive. My country hums aloud, a love-drunk teenager deciding if it should birth itself, labor America out already, or do away with the damn thing. My country rocks itself to sleep awake, head nodding disagreement, a ragtime, a polka, a ring stomp, a creek shout, dirge, march, you know, a sad song, my country. An anthem, sidelined and kneeling, a ballad of lost battles and bombs exploded, my country a base staff under a troubled man. You country, a stain, a hook, 
a strain I have been taught to make in my head and hush. If I belt you out, could you live for me? Oh, America. Red clay, amber field under nails, lye and fertilizer, cow pie, corn husk, paper mill, sawdust, sunrise, soy meal, America from which my parents sprang, I sing of thee. Every storied circle, a union I address in tune, in time of interrupted verses, I medley your warbling hues. I sing undocumented Guatemalans, descended of wealth, turning burgers for Jack, chased about the parking lot on their brakes, told to keep their heads down and just speak English. I sing for Trill, for Shell, who calls her boys biracial until they are afraid, and then they black, for a mother who considers the darkening in the coming days. I chant of cultural Jews in Brooklyn who look at museum pictures of Berlin and demand down to their own hands, how do we make never again? I dirge for Faith Emmanuel, sing the ghosts of the deacons, begging Jesus, take me with you. This cannot sustain this choir interrupted. Jesus, 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 take me with you. I cry, a cracked throat parched take by chance, part of a mass, chance encounter with jazz. I sing America, a vinyl made groove, glitch skipping backwards onto itself, the same old blues like Michael in Phoenix, stripping a hate flag from a flatbed and being suspended from high school instead of the racism. Like Toure, who was never Alex and never told, though the police accosted him as such, his homework inspected at gunpoint, or the cable man who needed a reminder that immigrants are also blonde and right here with you, and to extract them from America is to remove the baseline is to break its neck and hang its head. For the Dominican girl in Philly whose mama won't let her go back into hair cuttery until they get some act right and learn to snip a curl or two, I sing for you and my mama who drug me out of supercuts in Berkeley. Let's just say America is the mm-hmm between us, learning our own curves and tresses and excising only what must be trimmed. I sing of you, I sing for Lynn and Gwen who toll house their way into their neighborhood, for Cookie who was feeding her cat in Florida and calling excitedly for her partner Sue, for Ryan who felt white and othered and never quite in, for Sis Pan, Sex, Poly, Cherokee, PhDs, America is yours to assume or repossess. I sing this song to remind you, Jacksonville, Philly, Albuquerque, Bainbridge and St. Louis, Garfield Commons in Nino, Wisconsin, Standing Rock, the District, I sing Beulah, Island, Bethesda, Gainesville, Evanston, Plymouth, Orlando, Plantation, Hope, I sing Hope. Lift every voice and sing, yeah, until earth and heaven ring, ring with the harmony. I sing, small town, my block, cell block, res, trailer park, concrete, high rise, tent city, camp out, picket line. I sing of your home, America, the one you abandoned everything else to build, the one you gained from your dog tooth fight. My country is your psalm kept under breath, wept as rhythm placing railroad ties. You crooned the unlawful love songs, the getaway cries, the take me out, the AM dial. So I sing for you, the tired, poor, huddled, stark raving or free. I sing the V you are daring yourself to be, the country you would become if you were mine, my country, if you were mine, my country, my country.
And I was singing this song to you. Poetry, song, mural painting, filmmaking, radiograph, creativity and culture are powerful expressions of activism. And despite government's erosion of arts infrastructure and eliminating opportunities for artists, culture persists. Do you have a favorite art form to express your dissent or your dreams? Share it with us. Go to radioproject.org. That's it for this week's Making Contact. A very special thanks to all the poets, Young, Gifted, and Black, Hadil Ramadan, Cam Awkward, Michelle Mush Lee, Guillermo Gomez-Pena, Chinaka Hodge, and Tassiana Willis. There were so many poets that presented that evening, and we couldn't broadcast all of them. We'd like to thank the Yerba Buena Center for the Arts and the U.S. Department of Arts and Culture. Lisa Redman is our executive director, Marie Che, Anita Johnson, Monica Lopez are our producers, Sabine Blazan is our audience engagement manager, and Vera Tykolsker is our development associate. Like us on Facebook under Making Contact, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is making underscore contact. I'm RJ Lozada, and thank you for listening to Making Contact. The views expressed on this program are those of the guests and not necessarily the views of management and staff of OBS Radio, OBS International, and Greater Works Business Services. Guests who appear on this podcast are not required to pay a fee and is made possible by RadioGuestList.com. For more information, please visit our website at www.obsintl.cf. Follow OBS on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash broadcast section. If you want to contribute financially to help us continue broadcasting, please go to paypal.me.obsintl. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. This is OBS Radio, a service of OBS International, a division of Greater Works Business Services.